Cube Insights from the global leader in tech coverage. Welcome back to theCUBE's coverage of Pure Storage Accelerate 2018. I'm Lisa Martin, been here all day with Dave Vellante. We're joined by David Floyer now. Guys, really interesting and very informative day. Uh, we got to talk to a lot of Puritans, but also a, a breadth of customers from Mercedes Formula One to um, Simpson Strong Tide to UCLA's School of Medicine. A lot of impact that data is making in a diverse set of industries. Dave, you've been sitting here with me all day. What are some of the, the key takeaways that you have from today? Well, look, Pure is winning in the marketplace. I mean, store, Pure said, look, we're not going to bump along. We're going we're to go for it. We're going to drive growth. We don't care if we lose money early on. We, we, they, they bet that, that the street would, would reward that model. It has kind of a little mini Amazon, you know, version of an Amazon model. Grow, grow, grow. Worry about profits down the road. They're eking out a slight little positive free cash flow on a, on a non-gap basis. So that's that's good. Um, and, and they were first with all flash, really, the kind of early on, and they, they kind of won that game. You heard David today, the NVMe, the first with NVMe. NVMe and NVMe. No, no uplifts on pricing for NVMe, so everybody's going to follow that. Um, they, can, they can do the, the evergreen model. They can do these things and claim these things as we were first. Um, of course, we know, David Foley, you were first to make the call back in 2008 uh, on Flash and the all-Flash data center, but, but Pure was right there with you. Uh, so they're winning in that respect. Um, their ecosystem is, is growing, but you know, storage companies never really have this massive ecosystem that follow them. They really have to do integration. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. So uh, you know, we're watching growth. We're watching continued execution. It seems like they are betting that their product portfolio, their platform, can serve a lot of different workloads. And it's going to be interesting to see if they can get to two billion. That kind of the next milestone. They hit a billion. Can they get to two billion with the existing sort of product portfolio and roadmap, or do they have to do M and A? You're right. Um, yeah. So that's one yeah. thing to watch. The other is, can Pure remain independent? David, you know well. We used to have this conversation all the time with the likes of David Scott at Three Par and and the the guys at at Compellent, you know, Phil Soren and and company. They weren't able, uh, Frank Slootman at Data Domain, they Absolutely. weren't able to stay independent. They got taken out. They, were, they weren't pricey enough uh, for the market not to buy them. They got bought out. Uh, can, you know, pure $5 billion market cap, that's kind of rich for somebody to absorb. It was kind of like NetApp. NetApp got too expensive yep. to, to get acquired. So can they achieve that next milestone? Yeah. $2 billion, Can they get to $5 billion in order? The or is there any hiccup on the way which will... Yeah, yeah, know. right, exactly. <laughs> but, well, the other thing, too, is that, that you know, NetApp's market was growing pretty substantially at the time, even though they, they, hit, they get hit in the dot-com boom. Um, the overall market for Pure isn't really growing, so they have to That's gain right. share in order to get to that $2 billion, $3 billion, $5 if you, billion if you, dollar If you market. break the market into the flash and non-flash, then they're in the much better half of the market. Uh, that one is still growing from that perspective. Well, I kind of like to look yeah. at the server sand piece of it. I mean, they use this term by Gartner today, the yep. something accelerated, the new Gartner term, the 2018. Shared accelerated storage. Shared accelerated storage. Gartner finally came up with a category that we called server sand. <laughs> I, I've been joking all day. Gartner has a better VP of naming than we do. Yeah. Um, but do you, I mean, we're looking at server sand. I mean, I first started talking about it in 2009, thanks to your guidance. But that chart that you have that shows, shows the sort of yeah. server sand, which is essentially pure, 
Yes. Right? It's yes. the. It's well, not- it, yes. Uh, it's a little more software than Pure is, but a Pure is an awful lot of software. Yes. Yeah. And, and showing it growing at the, expen- uh, at the expense of uh, the other segments. You know, particularly the, sad. The, the particularly Very, very particularly sad. So they're really well positioned from, yeah. from that standpoint. Mm. And. You know, the other thing, Lisa, that was really interesting, we heard from customers today that they switched for simplicity. Okay, not a surprise, but they were relatively unhappy with some of their existing suppliers. They got kind of crummy service from some of their existing suppliers. Now, these are maybe smaller companies. Um, They they, One customer called out SimpliVity specifically, said, I loved them when they were an independent company. Now they're part of HPE. Man, eh, I don't get service like the way I used to. So that's a sort of a warning sign and a concern. Um, maybe they're, you know, HPE's prioritizing the bigger customers, maybe the more profitable customers. But, you know, that can come back to bite you. Right. So Pure, but the point is, Pure has the luxury of being able to lose money, service like crazy those customers that might not be as profitable, and grow from you know, its position of a, of, a, of a smaller company on up. Yep. Yeah. Besides the evergreen model and the simplicity being resoundingly um, drivers and benefits that customers across, you know, from Formula One to, to medical schools are having, you're right. They, the independence that Pure has currently is, is a selling factor for them. And it's also probably a big factor in retention. I mean, they've got a net promoter score of over 83, which uh, is fantastic, extremely isn't it? I, I think only Veeam I, I know of has even higher one, but it, it's a very, very high it's score. It's very high. They added 300 new customers last quarter alone, bringing their global customer count to over 4,800. And that, um, that was a resounding um, benefit that we were hearing. Of they, they, no matter how small, if it's Mercedes Formula One or the Department of Revenue in Mississippi, they all feel um, important. They feel like they're supported. Um, and that's, that's really key for driving something like a net promoter score. Now, I, the, uh, Pure has definitely benefited from, it's taken share from EMC. It, it did early on with, with, with VMAX and, and Symmetrics and, and, and VNX. We've seen, you know, EMC, Dell EMC storage business, you know, decline. It probably has hit bottom, maybe starts to grow again. When it starts to grow again, I think even last quarter, you know, it's, its growth in dollars was probably the size of of pure, you know. So, uh, so, but pure has definitely benefited from from stealing share. The flip side of all this is when you talk to, you know, the CXOs, the big customers, they're doing these big digital transformations. They're not buying products, you know. They're buying transformations. They're buying sets of services. They're buying relationships and. Big companies like Dell and, and IBM and HPE, who have large services arms, can vie for certain business that Pure necessarily can't. Yeah. So they've got the advantage of being smaller, nimbler, best of breed product, but they don't have this huge portfolio of capabilities that gives them a seat at the CXO table. And you saw that today, Charlie G- Giancarlo. His talk, he's, he's a techie. You know, the guys here, kicks, hat, they're techies, they, they're hardcore storage guys um they love storage it reminds me of the early days of of emc you know it's 
All NetApp, yeah. yeah or NetApp, yeah. right. Yeah. They're really focused on that. So, and there's plenty of market for them right now. But yeah. but I wonder, David, if you could talk about sort of architecturally, people used to criticize the two-controller, you know, uh, approach. It obviously seems to be doing very well. People take shots at their, the, the, the evergreen model saying, oh, we can do that too. But again, pure is first. Architecturally, what's your assessment of Pure? So, so uh, um, the the Evergreen is, I think, excellent, and they they've gone around that about that well. I think uh, from from a straightforward architecture, they kept it very simple. They they made a couple of slightly uh, odd decisions, and they they went with their own NAND chips, putting them into their own. Uh, stuff which made them much smaller, much more compact, completely in charge of the storage stack, uh, and that was a, a a very important choice they made, and it's come out well for them. Um, and I have a fee- my own view is that M2 is actually going to be the form factor of the future, not the SSD. The SSD just fitted into a, 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 a hard disk slot. That was its only benefit. Uh, so when that comes along and the, the, uh, the uh, NAND vendors want to increase the value that they get from the, these stacks, et cetera, I'm a little bit nervous about that. But having said that, they can convert back. Uh, and we could yeah, I mean, that on. seems like something that they can yeah. respond to, yeah, right? absolutely. Um, I was at the Micron financial analyst meeting this week, and, and a lot of people were expecting that, that you know, the, the memory business has always been very cyclical. It's like the disk drive yeah. business. Right. Um, but it looks like because of the huge capital expenses required, it looks like supply, it looks like they got a good handle on supply. Micron made a good, strong case to the street that, you know the 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 pricing is probably going to stay pretty favorable for them. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, uh, but that could be a little bit of a, ta- a headwind for some of the the system suppliers. Uh, I, I take that with you a pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, they always want to have the market saying it's not going to go down. Of course, yeah, and um, then it crashes and, uh, right after the, the, the stock normal, goes up. Right? The normal marketplace is uh, for any of the it goes through this series of S curves as it as you reach a certain point of volume, and 3D NAND has reached that point that it will go down inevitably and then Q, uh, Q comes in and then that go, will go down again through that curve. So I, I, I don't see that the marketplace changes. I also think that there's plenty of room in the marketplace for enterprise because the biggest majority of NAN production is for consumer. 80% goes to consumer. So there's plenty of space in the marketplace for enterprise to, to but, grow. But clearly the prices have not come down as no, fast as yeah. expected because of, of, of supply constraints. And, and, and the way in which companies like Pure have competed with spinning disk are through you know, excellent data reduction yes. algorithms, right? Yes. Yes. So at one point you had predicted there would be a crossover between uh, the cost, of, uh, cost per bit of flash and spinning disk. Has that crossover occurred? Well, I added in the concept of sharing. Yeah, raw. But added in the cost of sharing, the cost benefit of sharing. And one of the things that really uh, impresses me is their focus on sharing, um, which is uh, to be able to share that data uh, uh, 
for multiple workloads in one place. And that's that's uh, excellent technology they have. And they're extending that from snapshots to cloud snaps right. as well. And I understand that benefit, but but, but from a pure, pure cost per bit standpoint, the oh, crossover no, no, has they're, they're, they're never going to... I don't think they'll ever get to that. The, the second that happens, disks will just yeah. disappear completely. Gosh, guys, I wish we had more time to wrap things up. But thanks so much, Dave, for joining me all day and Pleasure. supporting the um, the who to my awesome. prince symbol. <laughs> David, thanks for joining us in the wrap. We appreciate you watching the Cube from Pure Storage Accelerate 2018. I'm Lisa Martin for Dave and David. Thanks for watching.